0: Fueled, episode number 10 with entrepreneur Luke Nessler. Welcome to Fueled, the podcast for teens that aspire for greatness. My name is Easton Alred and I am a successful entrepreneur athlete, college student, and personal development guru. Each week, I interview successful and inspiring individuals that will teach you the secrets of setting goals and developing life-changing habits that will fuel you to greatness. Thank you for tuning in. Let's get fueled. Hello and welcome to episode number 10 of Fueled. This is your podcast host, Easton Allred, and today I'm going to be interviewing Luke Nessler. Luke Nessler is an entrepreneur, he has his own business, and I met him about one year ago at an entrepreneurial event called Life on Fire in LA. I'm really excited to do this interview, and I really think you are going to enjoy it. He dropped some real value bombs. Stay tuned. Luke, could you fill in some gaps in that intro and tell us a little bit more about yourself?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So as you said, I'm uh, I'm an entrepreneur. I run a digital ad agency. I'm a, I'm a public speaker. I travel all around the country doing that. But essentially, w- my main focus is running a, a digital ad agency to where we help businesses increase leads and sales and generate revenue through social media campaigns. We do that for companies like Harley Davidson, Nissan, Subaru, Lucas Oil Pro Motocross, Major League Baseball. So we have a lot of fun with it. And something that I'm extremely proud proud of. And then I also do a lot of public speaking at different conferences, whether it's healthcare, marketing, entrepreneurship conferences, just kind of sharing lessons that I've learned along the way to help business owners and aspiring entrepreneurs find success.
0: Luke, what what inspired you to go down that path? What made you want to do public speaking? And how did you come to be an entrepreneur?
1: Yeah, so I, uh, you know what, I think I was kind of always Bound and destined to be an entrepreneur. I uh, I never really liked the idea of working for someone else to help them reach their goals and their dreams, and just kind of being a cog in the wheel. Not that there's anything wrong with being an employee, but it's definitely not right for everyone. And I always, from the time I was probably eight or nine, I was always trying to find, you know, that next business for me to do in the summertime. My uncle was an entrepreneur, um, and is an entrepreneur. And I know we I remember we would always go out to St. Louis, Missouri for summertime to visit family, I would always be just completely you know, blown away by the stuff that he gets to do being an entrepreneur. And I was always addicted to that. So I think it was destined to happen. Um, did I know I was going to own a digital ad agency and do social media and video and all that for the rest of my, uh, is the main part of my career? I, I didn't, I kind of realized I had skills in that area and it kind of led me to that. But as far as public speaking, that actually started when I was in high school. My mom forced me to do the senior play and the all-school play. I had no desire to do it whatsoever, but a funny thing happened when I got on stage. I realized that I I actually liked it, and I I liked being in that limelight and getting that attention. So you know, the first opportunity I had to speak at an event when I was a a business professional, it gave me that same type of a feeling to where you – you kind of felt like someone that was the star of the show, but you were able to do something that provided value to your audience. And then I've just taken that and and run with it. Since
0: you've had experience with this, what advice would you give teenagers? Because we have a lot of teenagers on this podcast and listening who are very interested in entrepreneurialism and maybe want to be an entrepreneur. What advice would you have for high schoolers and teenagers who want to be entrepreneurs now?
1: yeah so that's that's something that I'm super passionate about, and I think it's awesome that that's what the context of your your podcast and your show is about because it's not something that I had presented to me when I was in you know your shoes or your age. I think the biggest thing that anybody that you know whether you're ten eleven twelve or you know in your your teens is you have to understand that you you can monetize meaning you can make money on anything that you're passionate about and You know, the adults of the world that are in their 40s and 50s might tell you differently. Um, No one ever thought that I could make a career out of film production, which is what led me to where I'm at today. But I did. Um, Everybody thinks that you have to be a doctor or a lawyer or a teacher – to be successful. And that's not necessarily the case. I mean, today it's easier than ever to, if you're passionate about singing or if you're passionate about fitness or or sports or clothing, um, you could make a, an extremely successful business out of that. So the biggest thing is find something that if you could do that one thing, the rest of your life, you would be Just extremely happy forever, waking up every day and and having that as your career, and then find a way to monetize on that. Don't settle and and go to college for something that you think you have to go to to make money. a lot of my friends went to be accountants or um, or or uh, you know math teachers because that's what they thought was going to provide them with a stable living, but that's not something that they love and that they're passionate about. So I think that's the biggest thing: is find something you love and you're passionate about and roll with that.
0: I love it that's huge. in happiness because you need to be able to do something that you love. If you're working all the time in something that you don't enjoy, that's a lot of work. That's one thing I really, really like about being an entrepreneur is you get to do what you love full time. And so very cool. So you are the founder and CEO of Think Impact.
1: Yeah. So so Impact Marketing is uh, is a company that I started with my business partner. It was actually my second Uh, business, my second venture. What led me into that was I started a video production company. That's my background is, is video and film production. I learned how to do that from the time I was 12 years old and I kept doing it through college and turned it into a business. And it led me to my business partner, um, who was a graphic and web designer. And we, we decided that we wanted to create a digital ad agency that helped businesses grow through social media and content creation. Um, so that is, that is how Impact Marketing was born, and that, that is my current focus. As well as I have several other things that I, I work on as well. Multiple flows of income are important. I do real estate investing, uh, public speaking. I mean, there's, there's a few other things that, I, that have my attention as well, but Impact's the main one.
0: Thank you Luke and what rituals do you practice that contribute to your success this would be morning rituals just any habit that contributes to your success
1: yeah for sure so I think a big thing that you'll realize when you're kind of out in the real world and, and you're no longer a teenager is that your your health and fitness doesn't come as easily as it used to and and if you don't make a conscious effort to keep up on that. It's like a race car. If you don't put race fuel in a race car, it's not going to perform its best. Well, if you don't put race fuel in your body, you're not going to perform its best. So I'm very, very uh, conscious about making sure that I, I stay active and I work out at least three days a week and I try to eat as best as I can. So so there's that normal stereotypical be healthy ritual. But I think one of the main ones that I, I learned about three years ago that now I every every day I get up Um, extremely early so that I can get at least one hour of a specific type of training in and that's sales training. Um, If you learn how to sell at a very young age, you will be completely unstoppable. My business could explode and fail tomorrow and I'm going to be fine because I know how to sell. Um, And that is the biggest thing that they don't teach you in school and middle school, high school or college that you need to learn how to do. And that's a ritual that I practice every single morning for sure.
0: I 100% agree with that statement. Learn sales early learn those techniques early that is so huge if you're wanting to sell products it is so huge if you want to start your own business and it is so huge if you want to make friends and you want to influence people and you want to have a tribe persuasion is something you need to learn no matter what you do in life so important and luke is absolutely right that you do not do that in school so luke how can we find that
1: Yeah, so YouTube is a great place to start. Um, You could just type in sales training techniques or, you know, how do I sell? um, uh, there's a great person to follow. His name's Grant Cardone. I'm, I'm sure you've probably heard of him before. Um, he's written several books. Um, if you just Google his name or look him up on Amazon, but he, he has thousands of videos on YouTube and he's entertaining. He makes it fun. He's not boring. Um, and he's very, very, very good at what he does. That's who, that's my sales training coach. Um, and that's who I, I watch and research and study on a daily basis.
0: Grant Cardone. I love him. I read one of his books. It's He's a a cool guy, very enthusiastic, so I like him a lot. (laughs) Yeah, uh, absolutely. What would you consider the number one tool for success?
1: The number one tool for success is, uh, there's a saying that I have when I speak to high school and college kids, and I tell people, outwork the expectations put on you by others. So the number one tool is having drive, determination, uh, motivation, passion, so that If someone tells you you can't do that and you know that's what you want to do and you know that's what you can do, if you outwork the expectations that other people have for you, um, you'll be successful no matter what you do. When I was in high school, I wasn't a very good student. I was a B and C student at best. My parents are both school teachers, so that didn't go over very well. So when I was in high school, you know, the teachers made you kind of think that if you weren't a straight A student, that you weren't going to be the most successful person in the world. The straight A students were going to be those successful individuals. So I've completely proved all those folks wrong because I outworked all those expectations that those, my peers and my teachers and other folks had on me just because they thought I was going to turn out a certain way. So I worked extremely hard to make sure that that wasn't the case, and anybody can do that. Some of the most successful people in the world were some of the worst students. So if if, you're one of those people listening to this show and you're not a straight-A student, it's okay. I mean, school is important, and you need to get through school, and you need to go to college if that's what's right for you. But just because you're not that straight-A student does not mean that you won't be successful. I have straight-A students that work for me, and I'm their boss.
0: Very cool. I mean, I like that a lot because it's so true. And Luke, one thing I really want to implement with my guests and through this podcast is habits. I really want my guests and I really personally want to develop good habits that will take me onto the road to success. What habits do you have that contribute to your success?
1: Yeah, so habits are extremely important and making sure that they're good habits, they're healthy habits, because you can absolutely get into bad habits and not realize you're doing it. You know, Not spending enough time on things that make you better, but wasting time on, you know, if you're that person that spends an entire Saturday playing video games, you got to check yourself now because you're going to get passed up by somebody that's spending an entire Saturday putting themselves in a position to be where they want to be. So make sure you set yourself up early for that. Other good habits are, you know, writing your goals down, either writing them down every day or writing them somewhere that you're going to see them every day, multiple times a day. Create what's called a vision board, which are, it can be something written or the way I do it is there are multiple photos of things that encourage me, that make me want to get to that point. Things that are not going to be easy to achieve, but when I see it and I'm having a bad day, I say, man, that that's the goal. And it reminds me and puts me back in check and gets me back to work. So habits are extremely important. It's just a matter of establishing habits that motivate you because I think each person has something different that motivates them.
0: Thank you. And I, I really appreciate what you said about writing down your goals and having a dream board because that that is exactly what I do. I have my written down goals and I have a dream board. And I would completely agree with you. It is really very helpful and it's very motivating and a few listeners i hope you're really paying attention to this because luke knows what he's talking about and he's seen success in his life and that's a very great insight and then luke what mentors have you had that have helped you to be successful
1: yeah mentors are important and you don't have to have a mentor that you see and come in physical contact with every day you can have a mentor from afar so I had mentioned Grant Cardone for sales training. I've met Grant on a number of occasions, but I he mentors me every single day through video lessons and through on-demand training. Um, you know, find someone that you like. A good example is not everybody likes Grant Cardone because he's very edgy, he's very in-your-face, and that doesn't uh, jive well with everybody. So find somebody that that you really respect for what they've done and you want to be where they're currently at. And and use them as your mentor. Surround yourself with people that have the success that that already have the success that you want to have. So if you want to be a millionaire, uh, surround yourself with people that make ten million dollars. And I think that that's a a philosophy that Ty Lopez. Um, said. I forget where I heard that, but it's, it's a great way to really pick and choose who your mentors are. Um, I tell people this all the time. You have to be very selfish and picky about who you surround yourself with, who your friends are. If your friends are people that aren't motivating you and encouraging you to be the best you can be, they're not your friends. They might feel like they are, but you need to surround yourself with people that are your friends. So Mentors are extremely important. Absolutely,
0: you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with, so who are you spending your time with? Who is inspiring you and who is bringing you down? I like to live my life by the rule of 33%. Spend 33% of your time with people that you can inspire, with people that you can mentor, Spend 33% of your time with people that are like you, people, are where at, people that are where you are at in their life. And then spend 33% of your time with people who are where you want to be and who are, in a sense, more successful than you. I really hope you take up my advice in that. And Luke, I like asking this question, what is the scariest thing you've ever done?
1: A lot of people think that it's starting a business, but it's it's the only thing I've ever done. I've never worked for someone else in my professional life, so you know what? Not much really scares me, especially in business. I mean, I'm I used to be terrified of heights, uh, so flying would always scare me, and I got I got over that. But a lot of people are, will tell you, you know, when I left my job to start my own business, and I, I mean, to be honest, I think that's one of the things that adds to my success is I'm I'm kind of fearless. It, if I get into a bad situation it, it, it might be a little scary but you always find a way to you know to uh, to climb back out of that so there's never really anything that pops into my mind I've had somebody ask me this question before maybe getting engaged that might be the scariest thing because I'm gonna be a husband here before too long but uh, <laughs> other than that man I'm just I try to not really let fear stop me or, or be anything that even crosses my mind and, and, and I if, if that's your type of mentality then I would encourage you to embrace that because I feel like that's something that added to the success that I've had.
0: How do you define success?
1: I think success is achieving the goals that w- makes you happy. Um, a lot of people think success is driving nice cars and making a lot of money or having six-pack abs or having you know all the girls or guys being attracted to you or success is whatever you make it. So for me, I want what's called financial freedom. I want to not have to worry about money and not because I want to be rich, but because I want to be able to take care of my friends, my family, my girlfriend, or I'm sorry, my fiance's family. I want to be able to help people that are in need. If if somebody's having a bad day, I want to be able to fix that problem for them. So how I define success is being the best that I possibly can be, making my businesses as big and successful as they possibly can be, and making as much money as I possibly can, and then doing great things with that money. The event that we that we met at, I, did you say it was Thrive? Is that the event that we had met at? No, it was Life on Fire. So Thrive is another event that you should check out. This year it's in San Diego. And the whole concept of that event is being as successful as you can, making as much money as you can, and then doing great things with that money. Helping charities and, and people in need and helping you know, put your, your family in a position they need to be in. And it's just a really, really great and motivating event. So that's, that's one of the things that I would say is motivating for me as far as being successful.
0: What failures have you had in your business and in your entrepreneurial career and how have you gotten over that and what has your mindset going into those failures been?
1: Yeah, so everybody fails in one way or another, whether it's a big failure or a small failure. I think some of my failures have gone from just being – the only person in my company to being a boss of fifteen people, and and learning how to be a boss. And you can fail at that I, very early on. I wanted to become friends with my employees, and there's a line that you you can't cross when you're a, when you're a boss, or else you're not going to have that respect from your employees, and people start to take advantage of you. You know, we we went through a few employees that got away with more stuff than they probably should have because they looked at me as a friend rather than their boss. So I would consider that a failure, and that's probably one of the ones that I've learned the most from. And then, you know, not uh, not giving yourself enough credit. I mean, I'm 27 now, but I've been running my own businesses since I was a teenager. And I think a big failure that I've gone through and grown and learned from is you know, give yourself credit. I mean, what you're doing right now, having this show at, you know, a young age is a huge success. And if, if you discount that and, and tell yourself you're not as good as another person, um, then that's a failure and you're, you're doing yourself a disservice. So I think those would be a couple of the failures that, that, uh, will come to mind.
0: How did you earn the skills to start your own business and to become a boss and to be where you are now?
1: Yeah, just trial and error. I mean, I. There, Gary Vaynerchuk has said this, and I agree with it. I, I don't think business is something that you can teach. You're not going to teach somebody how to be successful. You can show them certain things that is is helpful and beneficial, but the, there there's no way to learn better than to actually do it. So the the way that that I learned how to be successful in business was I just started it. And the reason I started it was because I didn't want to work for someone. I wanted to call the shots. I wanted to work for myself. And I've learned that you know things work differently than i thought they were going to work but i also learned you know how to how to how to bring in sales and how to keep a customer happy and how to deal with a customer that might be upset and then i i learned when i needed to bring on more employees that uh when it was time to do that because if i don't have enough employees then i i can't bring in more work and then my sales suffer so it's all trial and error um and i think that's the best way you can't read yourself and and educate yourself to being an expert. There's a point in time that where you have to stop going to conferences, stop reading books, stop watching videos and actually execute on the things that you learned and then teach yourself from the mistakes that you make and then move forward in that direction.
0: Trial and error. That's huge. So thank you, Luke. And then since you do a lot with marketing, this is maybe a little bit of a more general question for you, but what advice do you have for the young entrepreneurs listening to this podcast who have products and who need some suggestions for marketing to expand their audience and expand sales?
1: Yeah, so the the biggest thing is is understanding that you know how to use the tools that are most effective today better than any of the adults that have businesses currently and that's social media so you know the biggest thing is creating as much content as you can around your product or your service in a way that it shows the value the benefits of using your product or using your service so video creation uh, photo creation blog creation any of that type of content and putting it out in in mass amounts so you have to think like you're a a media company uh before you're you uh the business that you actually are and again that comes from gary vaynerchuk you're a media company first then you're a life coach you're a media company first then you're a marketing agency and the reason that's so important is because if nobody knows who you are nobody can buy your product or service from you
0: imagine that you had just a couple of minutes with your former teenage self what advice would you give yourself and why
1: Yeah. So I had, uh, man, I had self-esteem issues when I was, um, when I was a teenager, people wouldn't have guessed it because I was a, I was a football player and, um, you know, people liked me, but I, I didn't think I was that great because I wasn't the best student. So if I had to sit down and, and, talk to my former self i would tell myself to be confident and know that i have the skills to pay the bills and that i'm going to do something great um and that you know passion it, the the things that i was passionate about back then were going to turn into my career um and it's 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 very 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 important to um to give yourself that credit. And if, you know, to not compare yourself to other people. And I think that was the biggest thing was I'm not that person getting A's and B's. I'm that person getting, you know, B's, C's and D's at times. So I, I put myself down a lot. And I think that kind of, um, set me back a little bit. I think I'd be a little bit further ahead if I had that confidence. The confidence that you have. I mean, you're, you're doing great things at an early age and I'm sure you're telling yourself how big and successful you're going to be. If I could look back, I would tell myself, dude, you're going to be awesome. You're going to help a lot of people and you're going to make a lot of money. Um, and that would have made me work that much harder.
0: Well, thank you, Luke. And I really liked that response because I think that is just so huge for all teenagers. If you just know and you believe and you have that mindset and standard that you will be great and you're going to achieve greatness and you're going to have a lot of success, then that is so huge. So I hope all of my fuel listeners will take that and expand on that and really believe that you will achieve greatness and you will do great things. Luke, do you have any last parting words of advice?
1: You know, I think the biggest thing, if I could leave everybody with one thing, is like I said earlier, find something that you're passionate about. And go all in on it. Do not listen to the people that say you can't do this. If somebody tells you you can't do it, then they don't believe in in your vision and yourself the way that you need to believe in your vision and yourself. So find something you're passionate about. Don't worry about if it's something that um, looks like it's going to make you a lot of money or not, because money is not everything. If you could find something that you love doing day in and day out, you will find a way to make money around that because you're going to be better at that thing than anybody else because it's something that you love. So. If Find something you're passionate about and go all in.
0: Fantastic. Great advice. And, Luke, for my fuel listeners, if they want to find your content, where can they find you? Website, Instagram? Sure. Yeah. If, uh,
1: the good place to start is my website. It's lukenessler.com. It's L U K E N E S L E R. Um, you can also look me up on YouTube. I put a ton of free videos out on there I have a I had a daily vlog that I did last summer that uh, shows the insight of being an, an entrepreneur um, Instagram snapchat I put content out on all of those um, and you can find me as Luke Nestler on every single thing
0: Thank you so much Luke and that is all I have for episode number 10 of Fueled. I really hope you enjoyed it. I really hope you enjoyed Luke and some of the pointers he gave. Apply it in your life. Take action. And I'll see you all in future episodes.